You're listening to the Millennials Choice Show, Canada's most trusted podcast on all things real estate, finance, and entrepreneurship. Here's your host, Matthew Ablican. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millennials Choice Show. I'm your host, Matthew Ablican, and I'm here with my co-host, my brother from the same mother, Danny Ablican. What's going on, Danny? What's going on, everyone? Shout out to Millennials Choice. What's going on? How's your new condo? Loving it. Living the life. 430 Essa Road. Shout out to One Urban. This is another person who is comfortable sharing his story. Bought a pre-construction condo. Him and his wife. It's near Costco. (laughs) A (laughs) pre-construction condo with his wife. Okay. They're first-time home buyers. They got in. They have lots of equity. And now they have options. That's the beautiful thing about this business. So we got a wonderful episode for you today. The Bank of Canada is about to make their interest rate announcement. It's highly anticipated. Everybody seems to be watching what the Bank of Canada is doing. And they're about to announce that in a, in a short little while. We're going to break it to you here first. So make sure you're tuning in. Danny. All right. What do you think about this whole interest rate environment? What do you think about, you know, what, what if the Bank of Canada increases the rate? What if they decrease yeah. the rate? What if they keep it the same? Before you answer those two questions, uh, make sure for those of you who are listening, share this episode with your friends and family. If you're watching it on YouTube, smash that like button, subscribe. It helps with the algorithm. Go ahead, Dan. (laughs) Yeah. So super excited for today. Obviously, like you mentioned, the Bank of Canada is going to be making their announcement on whether to increase uh, the rates. And so uh, what's going to happen is if they do increase the rates, they are, you know, saying that they're doing this to offset inflation costs. And we are seeing a huge effect of um, the rates rising uh, take effect on the real estate market. Uh, I know you have some stats that you'll share with us later regarding that. So excited to hear those. Um, I personally think there is going to be another rate increase. Um, contrary to like unpopular opinion, a lot of people are hoping that the rates don't increase. But uh, based off of the you know recent decisions the Bank of Canada has made, I think they are going to increase it. Now, the question is, by how much? I am thinking along the lines of 0.75%, uh, 0.75% of uh, 1%. A lot of people are thinking that there is the possibility of them increasing it by a full percent, just like they did in July. I don't see that's going to happen necessarily right now, just because it will be a huge uh, amount that they're increasing it by all at once or within a certain time frame. But uh, if they do, it'll definitely be... Um, interesting to see what happens later on with prices and inventory and those kind of things. Um, so right now, again, with what's happening in the global economy, they're just trying to offset inflation. And as a result, um, we're finding real estate prices coming down. Um, but you'll, you'll be, you'll be, uh, I'll be excited to hear what you're going to share with us in regards to those stats. And I'll also be excited to share about um, what happens when the rates do go up and you do have a variable rate mortgage. Uh, we'll talk about the uh, trigger rates, uh, trigger points. A lot of people have been asking me uh, what those are. So that'll definitely be really exciting to go into. For those of you who are just tuning in now, so the Bank of Canada is about to make their interest rate announcement and we're bringing it to you live. Now, with respect to the current market stats, I'm going to be dropping my Instagram reel very, very soon about the August stats on what happened year over year from August 2021 to August 2022. But here, in a nutshell, are those stats. So prices are still up 
0.9% year over year from August 2021 to August 2022. Demand is down 34.2%. However, this is a very important percentage to understand. It was down 47% from July 2021 to July 2022. And now it's only down 34% from August 2021 to August 2022. So what does that mean? There are thousands of people that are now back into the market. And that is very, very important because in order for prices to really come down hard in every market all across Canada, you're going to have to see demand really, really decrease, which what we just saw is a month over month increase. And at the same time, we have to see an increase in supply. So supply is actually down 0.7% from August 2021 to August 2022. So what is that telling you? Prices are up. Supply is actually down and demand is up month over month. It's down year over year, but now we're seeing it come back month over month. The reason being is there, there's a number of different reasons. One, we have the one of the, the most open border policy across the globe. So we have immigrants that are coming in. We've been closed for two years. We were starting to see immigration happening, especially for, with people from Ukraine. We're also in a, in a shortage of housing. That's been the case for a long time. Just before the interest rate hikes were dominating the news, Ontario needed 1.5 million homes. For every house that was being put up on the market, before the realtor could put their real estate sign in the yard, that was being sold. It was being sold right away, multiple offers. And that still is the case in terms of a supply issue, but we've, we've had interest rate hikes. So that sidelines some people. Some people are not sure how much they can afford. Some people are not sure if they want to buy anymore and they just want to rent. So it sidelines some buyers. Now, also don't, don't forget that we were just in July and August. That's our summer. And people are going out, people are traveling. Traditionally, it's a slower market in the summertime. It's a hot spring market. People start closing the deals in the summertime, but really people are not looking to buy something in the summertime as much as, for example, the spring market. So we're seeing that come back. And also, now that we were in that transition phase for the last six months, from March till now, with interest rate hikes, people have gotten adjusted and know what it is that they need to do to get a, a mortgage at the new rates, how much they can afford, and you know they've adjusted their expectations. And we, we're seeing it with a lot of our buyers. We're busy, and a lot of lawyers are busy. Everybody I'm speaking to is busy. Um, plus, don't forget, the only way to increase supplies is if you build new housing. That's the only way. And a lot of builders have come out and said, because of the volatility in the market, because we're not sure how to price out these projects, because construction costs keep changing, and that's something that they're going to have to plan for next year, we're going to go ahead and we're going to delay the start of new projects. So this is going to put further uh, pressure on the supply. Demand is always going to be there. People need a place to live. People need a place to rent. And... I, I, I see these interest rate hikes as being just, uh, you know, necessary, but they're not there to destroy our market or our GDP or anything like that. Like investors are still buying. They can write off the interest rate. You can depreciate your property. There's so many benefits to investing in real estate that other investments do not have, including leverage. Like I said, depreciation, writing off all of your expenses, including the interest. And yeah, this is something that that is going to continue, I think, in my eyes, and we're going to have stagflation in the real estate market. Um, I keep refreshing the page to see if there's any updates, but 
uh, nothing yet. Nothing yet. So what do you think is going to happen, Dad? I was just going to say, so I definitely think the rate's going to go up. Uh, and what that means for a lot of Canadians that have variable rate mortgages um, is, for example, if you got your variable rate mortgage uh, somewhere around 2021 where the rates were super, super low, you might, ha- you might actually encounter what's called um, a trigger rate. So a trigger rate simply is for your variable rate mortgage when the fixed payment becomes all interest because the interest rate has risen so much from the time you got your mortgage. Um, so that's not really a good thing because you're not paying your mortgage down at this point. Now, 100% of your payment that's fixed for a variable rate mortgage is going towards interest. So what's going to happen is your variable rate mortgage, a lot of people don't know this, is because there's so much more interest accruing, your interest rate mortgage can actually go up. So the balance of your mortgage can actually go up and it can go up back to the original balance from when you first got it. So five years ago, or let's say 20 years ago, or let's say five years ago, you bought it, you got a house and the mortgage was $500,000. And let's say, for example, over the years, the interest rates have been rising and you're paying more interest. Your mortgage can actually go back, the balance will go back to $500,000. And what's going to happen is if that does happen, which I don't think is going to happen right now, I think rates need to go up even more for it to happen. But it could happen to some people where you're going to hit what's called not a trigger rate, you're going to hit a trigger point which means that your balance now for your mortgage is actually going to possibly get even higher than what you originally got it for. And obviously the banks don't want that. And so they're going to reach out to you. They're going to say, Hey, do you want to make a lump sum payment on your mortgage? Do you want to increase your mortgage uh, payments monthly? Uh, do you want to you know, do two payments a month? Something like that to help uh, Canadians not be overcome by all the interest. So maybe the, maybe that- the amortization will go up. You have to increase the amortization. Yeah, who knows? Uh, who knows? They might offer that option too to increase the amortization. It'll, it'll be interesting. I think they're definitely going to start to bring back 35-year amortization uh, just to kind of uh, ease the blow of the interest that these that these Canadians are facing right now. The so, other thing to keep in mind is the type of payment that you have because if, it, if it's a static payment, that's what you're talking about where you'll just start to see more of the interest, pay, interest uh, being paid rather than principal. And then obviously if you're not paying principal, what Danny is talking about will happen. But if you have the other kind of variable where your payment will go up as your as the interest rate goes up, so you're still making principal payments, but your payment's getting higher every month, then, yeah. then you're safe. In that case, the mortgage, yeah, exactly. The mortgage balance doesn't change uh, or the amortization, which is how long it takes to pay off the mortgage because the more the interest rate goes up, like you're saying, the actual payment itself will go up to offset that interest. So you'll be making higher payments, but your payments will still be going towards the principal and the interest as well. So yeah, definitely. Uh, if you have any questions about that, of course, just reach out and we'd definitely be uh, able to help with that for sure. What do you think is going to happen with the announcement? Well, uh, we don't need to think or speculate because the Bank of Canada has increased the interest rate by 75 basis points. Wow. Okay. So okay. They just did another 75 basis point increase. And uh, that's exactly what they, or they did 1% last time, I believe it was, Danny. Yeah. And now, now they're doing 75 basis points. So they've continued to raise it. The next announcement is on October 26th. And that's what they just did. That's what they just announced. So for those of you wow. who have unsecured debt, so lines of credits, 
Um, any kind of unsecured debt, the rate's going to automatically go up. So just watch that and just be careful with that. Make sure you can handle the, the increase in interest payments. And I think this might deter a little bit more buyers, but ultimately this has nothing to do with the fixed rates that are in in or available to you in the mortgage side of things. So this only affects variable rates and unsecured debts. Yeah, wow, well, 0.75. So let's see what happens. Uh, apparently, if they were to increase the rates again this time, they were saying that uh, this might be the last rate increase for the year, um, leading all the way to the end of 2023. But let's see what happens. I'm pretty interested to yeah hear the announcement in October. It's crazy. Yeah, they're they're claiming that uh, the Canadian economy continues to operate in excess demand and labor markets remain tight. The GDP grew by 3.3% in the second quarter. This was weaker than what the bank pro projected. Indicators of domestic demand were very strong. Consumption grew about 9.5% and business investment was up by close to 12%. So it's interesting because it seems like they're saying the economy is doing really, really well. Yeah, that's what it uh, sounds like, yeah. Yeah, so the, the, they think that given the outlook for inflation, the governing council still judges that the policy interest rate will need to rise further. Quantitative tightening is complementing increases in the policy rate. As the effects of tighter monetary policy work through the economy, we will be assessing how much higher interest rates need to go to return inflation to target. And they they want to achieve the 2% inflation mark. That's a big goal. Yeah. Because right now we're we're up to about five and a half percent of inflation, so they want to bring that back down to two. It's interesting to see where this is all going to go, because at the end of the day, like it's it's uh, everybody's watching the real estate market. For those of you listening or watching and saying, "I can't wait for a crash to happen," first of all, a crash is very very bad. It's going to impact a lot of people negatively, and people lose homes, jobs, you know, finances, savings. Also, people commit suicide. People go through mental health problems. It's not a fun time. So a lot of people hope for a crash and say, don't waste a good crash. That's fine. But just we're all humans and people go through different things. So rather than just hoping for a crash to happen, a lot of people who say that they're never going to buy anything anyway, even when it crashes, they don't know how to time the bottom. They Nobody can time the bottom, but they think they can. They lose confidence. They just say, you know, we're going to wait it out. And again, just focus on the things, good real estate investors focus on the things they can't control and the actual facts. Demand is, is, is up, supply is down, prices are up year over year, people need a place to live, we have immigration happening. Obviously the government's trying to cool things down, but nonetheless, this is still something that people want. When people want something and it's scarce, that's when you go for it. If we got no new inventory, there was no new inventory that came on the market between now and the next 60 days, all the current inventory would be taken up. It would be sold. It would be off the market. So at the end of the day, this is something that is happening in our market. People need a place to live. People buy real estate to invest in. Uh, big, big hedge companies, hedge fund companies are, are spending billions of dollars to buy real estate, single family homes during this time. And there's a reason for that. They know what they're doing. They're not stupid. They know what they're doing. They want to invest in the real estate market. They know a lot of people are going to be forced to rent. So I think we're going to see the biggest opportunity we have in our generation's lifetime 
to become extremely wealthy, especially through real estate. Those are my thoughts. For sure. Just to add to that, again, more people getting pushed out of the market means rents are going to increase, right? Uh, higher rates go, the higher unaffordability is for people, uh, even when it comes to qualifying as well, too. In Canada, we have a stress test rule. Now you're still qualifying for the actual contract rate plus 2%. So right now, after this announcement, you're probably qualifying in the high sixes to low 7%, even though that's not your rate. So that's going to cause a lot of people to you know, say, you know what, let's hold off on you know, buying something right now. Let's just rent for another year, rent for another two years. And as a result, the rental market is just going to keep going up and up and up, which is really good news for landlords and investors. So definitely, uh, definitely good news for them, for everyone that's in the market right now. And so if you're definitely not in the market, this is the time to get in. Like Matthew was saying, you'll, you'll never be able to time the market and have conversations with those people all, all the time. And they never end up buying. They're just waiting and waiting and waiting for a time that's never going to come. So that's get funny. in right now. Yeah. That's right. All right. Do you have anything you want to leave our audience with, Dan? Uh, just have that mindset of growth. Have that mindset of uh, I only want to you know, go after what I can't control. Or don't worry about things I can't control. Go after things I can control. And um, that's, that speaks volumes to the people that actually take action and move their lives forward instead of just hoping and praying for a crash to happen, like you were saying. So definitely have the right mindset when it comes to investing. Uh, if you don't have the right mindset, then you're not going to make the right decision. So definitely keep yeah. that first. Yeah. And again, for those of you listening and watching this, I've been investing since I was 19 years old. Our parents came here from a really bad country, communist country, uh, dictatorship, and they met here, got married. The rest was history. Uh, we don't come from a family background that's in real estate. So everything we've done, we've done on our own. We've learned, we've grown. And I've been investing since 19 years old. I've invested throughout this year, 2022. I want to keep investing. Focus on the stats. Focus on the things you can control. Don't speculate. Focus on the things that you can control and you'll be all right. Awesome. This is great. Let's see what happens in the next announcement. I'm excited. October 26th, next interest rate announcement. There's two more before the end of this year. Danny, thanks for joining us. And Again, for those of you listening, share this episode with your friends and family. Smash that like button. Leave us a comment. Let us know if there's something you guys want us to talk about or what you found interesting about this episode. Smash that like button, like I said, and subscribe. It helps with the algorithm. Thanks again. Till next time, guys.